Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the topic of our last episode, learning how to effectively and efficiently protect your business. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. I'm excited to have another candy on my show, which is rare. Um, and she is a best-selling author, podcast host of the show. She coaches coaches and life and business coach for coaches. Candy helps smart people start successful coaching businesses. She believes that coaching transforms lives and that being a coach is a calling. She helps coaches get unstuck and feel more confident so they can play bigger, sign clients and create more meaningful success. She's a recovering corporate executive and engineer who combines practical strategy and mindset in her calming, unique approach. So Candy, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And it is, it's a little confusing with two candies on the recording at the same time, but thank you. I really appreciate you inviting me to be on your show. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Uh, before I get into questions on the topic I have for you, I'd love for you to tell us just a little bit more about yourself and how did you start coaching? Hmm. Yeah. So I started coaching. I think I've always been a coach. When I used to work in corporate, I was one of those people that somebody would knock on my office door and walk in and sit down and say, do you have a couple of minutes that we can chat? So it started that way. And then I found out that there was this thing like an actual profession called coaching. Mm. And so it took me some time, but I went and I took my training and then I built my business over time. I worked full time in my job and did coaching on the side, set it all up. And then I worked my exit plan. And mm. that was, and that's how I got to where I am today. And so now I just, I get to coach people. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I love that you said you had this exit plan of how you could leave your 
kind of the current job you had to become this coach. So if someone is listening right now and they really want to become a coach, what are those few things that you would recommend how they can get started? Mm, Good. Yeah. Thanks for asking me. And so just on the topic of an exit plan, what I think is important when people are thinking of becoming a coach is that they don't put too much pressure on their business to perform. They know Mm -hmm. that it will take time and like intentionality to create a business. So save some money. What Mm -hmm. I did for my exit plan is I looked at my salary and I thought, well, what would happen if I just lived on half of that and Mm -hmm. then saved the other half? And then I just created this very healthy nest egg. So no matter what, I knew that I had already built a business. I had money saved. And that meant that I could do it with comfort. And that allowed me to build a business that was, it's just so much easier and so much less stressful when Mm -hmm. you kind of create your own nest egg. So that's one thing is don't rush it. Don't, Mm -hmm. you know, say that's it. I'm going to quit my day job and go and be a coach full time because it's going to make your life so much harder. And I think that's one of the things that I really recommend for new coaches is don't rush it. Give it the time Mm -hmm. that it needs. I think that's important too, because if you are running short on cash, right. And you're, especially if you're first starting out, you're not going to have the history that a bank is going to want to see to offer a loan or a line of credit. And also you end up having to take anyone that comes along and they may not be Mm -hmm. ideal and you may not enjoy working with them, but you're doing it because you need the money. Where if you've done what you've done and you've saved money and you have a lot of money in the bank, if someone comes along that you feel is not the right fit, you don't feel obligated to take it to make sure you have the revenue. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so one of the things that I've really found is that new coaches they are entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. But it takes a while to get that entrepreneur mindset. You know, most people have been successful in their life and they're Mm -hmm. fabulous employees. They're fabulous leaders in that area, but they're not used to being an entrepreneur. They're used Mm -hmm. to having, um, you know, assistance. They're used to having the IT department to fix their computer. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to do it all yourself. So making sure that you've given yourself a little extra time to make that transition from employee to entrepreneur, it takes, it takes effort and it takes time to change mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Right. Well, I know the topic of our discussion today is basically on five hurdles that coaches, you know, are facing when they're starting their business. So we may have touched on it a little bit, but I would love for you to say, what are those five common hurdles that they are going to face? Okay. So the first is a misunderstanding about fear. And Mm -hmm. it is the place where we think that we will wait until we feel confident before we take the action. Mm. But just know that if you're (laughs) nervous, yeah, right. (laughs) If you're nervous, that's normal. Mm -hmm. And it's not a stop sign. If you're nervous, it's a chance to think and take that action despite how you feel. So that feeling of fear means let's go, let's plan, Mm -hmm. let's go, let's learn, let's experiment and let's grow from it. And that is, that's the way that you're going to go from where you are to where you want to be. So that's the first 
big myth that I see for new coaches. Is that something that you see a lot with entrepreneurs? Mm -hmm. Well, we all have fears too, right? Like when I was going to start my business too, I was afraid of giving up that guaranteed paycheck, but you know, it's, it's one of the things you have to do. I mean, we face fear starting this podcast. I was nervous about doing that. I mean, I think we all are going to have fear throughout our lives. We just have to be ready to say, well, we're going to step into it and do it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I, you know, I think the reason that I call that one of the big mistakes is that I meet a lot of people that wait and they're putting mm -hmm. those dreams off and that's, it doesn't serve them. No, that's, mm -hmm. that's for sure. So the second myth is that they're a newbie. They think that they're a newbie coach and they forget that they have a lifetime of listening to people, supporting people, that they have skills and they have superpowers. So even though it's a new title for them as a coach, mm -hmm. they're actually very skilled people and they probably have a lot more coaching knowledge and more relationship knowledge than they give themselves credit for. So just mm -hmm. reminding themselves that maybe I'm new as a coach, but I'm a very skilled individual. And that's something mm -hmm. that I see people, they forget, you know, they forget that they've got those kinds of skills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, especially if they did it in their job before, you could have been working it for 20 years, right? And you just became a coach now, but that doesn't mean, like you said, I'm only now six months in, you've got 20 years of history. Exactly. Exactly. So the third myth that I see a lot is what I call shiny object syndrome, SOS. And that <laughs> is what oh, you're laughing, right? Yes. <laughs> I still have to hold myself back. That is the time that you go anywhere, you go online, you go on social media, and you see people offering you master classes and free webinars and low cost trainings and another certification. And you start to go down this other path. So you forget that you already maybe had a plan and you allow yourself to get distracted. And as mm -hmm. you get distracted, you fall into this shiny object syndrome where it can be like you're bouncing around like a ping pong ball. I recommend that you choose a path that works for you. Mm -hmm. You may not know exactly what the right path is, but go with one maximum two mentors and stick with them and put on your blinders and mm -hmm. don't allow all this distraction to get in your way. It is actually that is the slowest path to creating a successful business is being the ping pong that goes all over the place. So mm -hmm. shiny object syndrome is the third big mistake that I see people make. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. The fourth that I see is fear of technology. Mm. You know, that's a good one, right? We think that it we have to do everything that we have to have a complex website that we have to have a fancy email system that we have to have all of this tech in place we have to master all the kinds of social media all the graphics design before we can even get started and in fact a coaching practice is one of the simplest businesses if you allow yourself to think about just a couple of things what does a coach need a coach needs a place to speak with their clients. I mm -hmm. highly recommend Zoom. They need a way 
to invoice and take payments. So you need a payment processor and an invoicing, and you need an offer for people. How mm -hmm. can you help them? And that's what an offer is. I can help you overcome this challenge with my coaching and the cost is X number of dollars. So those are mm -hmm. the three things that you really need. A way to talk to people, a way to invoice and receive money and an offer. It doesn't have to be so complex. So that tech hurdle is not as big as you might at first think. Mm -hmm. And even if technology is not your thing, you can outsource, right? And have a virtual assistant help you and how many hours a week it may need to be or a month or whatever, you know, you can have someone help. So you don't even have to learn the platforms if necessary. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons that I love my assistant so much. We've been working mm -hmm. together for, I think it's four years now. And I just hope that she never leaves. She grows <laughs> with me. She's wonderful. She brings all kinds of great ideas. And I think that's something people don't realize with their assistant is my assistant is an expert at what she mm -hmm. does. And she brings right. me ideas. You should try this, you know, because she's got knowledge. And so I get to rely on her expertise as well. Yeah. Nice. So the final myth that I see is I see new coaches want to be a coach, but they don't work with their own coach. Mm. And so there's, there's a few layers to this. The first is if you believe in coaching enough to offer it to people so that you can help them, but you don't believe in it enough to invest in it for yourself, you're going to mm -hmm. have a hard time gathering clients. So that's mm -hmm. the first. You've got to believe in coaching. You've got to believe in your ability as a coach. And you have to believe in like the ability of your clients to get their results. So mm -hmm. hire a coach. That's one of the things. The other is when you work with a coach, many times, like I'm a coach, but I'm also a mentor. So I have this kind of dual role. I have spent years learning and making the mistakes. So why wouldn't you want to work with somebody who has made the mistakes so you don't have to, and you can right. make such so much faster results. So that's, that's the final mistake is the DIY approach, trying to figure it all out on your own, go and work with a coach, let somebody help you. You're going to get there faster. And then also show that you believe in coaching enough to mm -hmm. get coached and grow so that you're an example to your clients that you're doing this too. So those right. are the five particular myths that I see happen so often with new coaches. Well, I agree on that last point too, having a coach, not only just to show that you believe in it too, but often, especially if you're new starting out in business, there are so many mistakes that you can avoid if you're talking to someone who's been there and done that and can say, you know what, I made this mistake and I don't want you to make it. And so, you know, here's my advice, whether you take it or not, you know, that's up to you, but at least here's some tips um, that you can implement and avoid that and learn from someone else and get there faster. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. So uh, I, you know, there's, there's way more things that new coaches can learn, but really those five are the keys. So the first is that a misunderstanding about fear and what fear means to you. The second is that worry about tech. The third is not working with a coach. 
and trying to do it all yourself. The fourth is shiny object syndrome. And the fifth mm -hmm. is forgetting that you're actually not a newbie, that you're an experienced individual and you've already got superpowers and strengths that you can bring and help your clients right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I do know we're running short on time. And so I want to ask if you have an offer that you would like to share with the listeners and how can they connect with you? Ah, so if they like my message, come and listen to my podcast. My podcast It's called She Coaches Coaches. Yes, it's a tongue twister, but it sort of captures what I do. So um, you can find it on all of the podcast players and on YouTube as well. The other way to get in touch with me and to come into my world is to come to my website. It is stepintosuccessnow.com. And on there, I've got a link you can follow to go and sign up for my free coaches toolkit. This is like an online library where I have all kinds of resources and recordings and checklists and strategies and um, private podcast lists where you can get all the help that you need to get started with your coaching practice. That sounds like a great resource. So I hope they definitely reach out to you for that. So I wanted to thank you, Candy, for taking the time out of your day and to chat with me and explain those five hurdles. I know new coaches need to have some expertise and you are here to share it. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks. And I do also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some of your questions about the five common hurdles experienced by new coaches. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Candy at the links that she shared or send us a message at media at abnp.com. I hope you can join us for our next episode, How to Gain Pricing Power. And please remember you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abnp.com. You can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share our show information with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? I'd really appreciate your support. Thanks so much and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.